Brett Brandis, and joining me, as always, it is my co-host. His name is Eric. Tell him your name. Uh, my name's Eric. I am. Uh, I'm very glad everybody's out of the abyss. <laughs> we don't know anything about th- such a thing yet, Eric. <laughs> That'll be later. That'll be later in the week. That'll be much later. They'll get to that. They'll get mm-hmm. to that. For now, we're kicking off the party for yet another week. We got uh, a bunch of segments coming up, and. Uh, I think I'll, I'm going to stretch these podcasts out uh, over the next two weeks, actually, because yeah, we have yeah, quite a busy schedule coming up. Mm-hmm. So in preparation for that, these episodes will probably release once every other day, maybe, I would assume we'll get to that. So Just watch them at half speed or listen to them. Yeah. At half speed. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. So I don't necessarily have to do them in the order that we record them. I can, I can mix and match. I can throw them where they want to be. What? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. You're crazy, Brent. You're crazy. The flow I have it set up wise makes more sense, though. So I'll probably end up. Yeah, it, it, yeah. If, if you want to talk way. about like we we can uh, alternate magic and D and D, but yeah, the way we're yeah, right that would be the only reason to do it, right? Is to yeah, because we have a, only a few D and D subjects, a lot more magic uh, loaded up this week. Uh, that it just tends to happen that way. Like last mm-hmm. last week was all the druid. I mean, we just. Literally came out with a billion. Yeah, exactly. They're, they're still coming out as we're recording this. I, I have a couple more lined up because how many we did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> crazy <laughs> amount. Yeah. Those ones are like, you look through the, the, all those subclasses and you're just like, oh, there's like 10 of these things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're just like, we're keeping going. So inevitably, we'll get to a week where it, it's like all D&D because we'll yeah. talk for a class forever. Uh, for this first segment coming up. Well, uh, first let's let's get into the party for the week. Uh, what what you gonna be drinking on the, these shows here? Um, so I th- it was a big day for uh, Eric and alcohol. I restocked my bar. <laughs> I just hadn't had like a lot of the main main liquors and stuff for a long time. And of course, I uh, celebrated that by having another whiskey drink. Nice. <laughs> I, I just like whiskey. So I'm just having a. Uh, I don't know what the technical name is. It's like a whiskey ginger. It's also got an Irish buck, which is like ginger beer and whiskey. And a little little splash of cranberry juice. What's there. a whiskey sour? Is that not? No. I guess it's uh It's like a either sour a mix or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And okay. like egg whites and stuff. But yeah, this is just basically just ice ginger beer whiskey. And it's it's so nice on a hot day. <laughs> that does sound good. I, I'm not... I, I love... Whiskey, I love ginger. I don't feel like I like that drink, though, for some reason. I don't know why. I don't know what it is. Mm, that yeah, mixture the, doesn't mix with me. Maybe, yeah, ginger beer I like better than ginger ale because it's a little less sweet. It's a little more yeah, like... It's a very popular... I, I don't like ginger in my drinks. I love ginger on my food. And then, for some reason, it gets to the drinks, and I'm like, no. Nah. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, it's not Am I drinking me. this? <laughs> now, you you are winding up your bar collection. This almost reminds me that I'm winding down. I have a holdover from uh, Christmas, it looks like. This is called the Merry Monkey from Victory. I know you've had Victory when you were oh, back yeah. in this area. They're, uh, they're a popular uh, brewery around. This is a Belgian-style ale with cranberry, orange peel, cinnamon, and nutmeg. Sounds very holiday-like. Sounds cool, and honestly. in typical victory fashion, this is a 10 percenter. These things are brutal. <laughs> I feel like that's oh, like... Yeah. 
Victory beers do not mess around. No, it, no, it is no. great though. <laughs> They're very good. They're very, very good. They do have a distinct taste to them because of how strong they are. They must be yeah. because yeah, it's just like. They're super they're, a lot. They're they're yeah. They're very Belgian sometimes. <laughs> it also must be. It's all the ones that they do the monkey right because their other one, the golden monkey, is their main one, mm-hmm. and it's like thirteen percent or some crap yeah, for yeah. the beer. Yeah, it's nuts. Mm. All right, our first segment this week, Eric. Uh, while uh, Magic had their pro tour in Philly, I missed it because I wasn't here. <laughs> We all left Philly. I know. During the time when the Pro Tour came to, like, directly to my doorstep, I was like, I was going to go until I realized the timing. Uh, However, while at this Pro Tour, they did something that makes sense in hindsight. However, it's previews for, like, a set that's coming out in, like, um, two months. Yeah, yeah. They were like, because that Pro Tour was, like, the first weekend that the current set came out for, and they're all already, like... But screw that, guys! M- the next one. <laughs> Here you go. And meanwhile, th- yeah, this is also kind of like the return. This felt like a very classic pro tour. Like when we were in college, we'd be like, "Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah." Pro tour is happening, and then except with yeah, with like which we did go to a pro tour in college. That was yeah, in, Philly, in Philly, whatever that was, 2012, 2013, somewhere around right. there. We went to uh, the pro was tour in restored or something. That sounds right. Something around that era yeah. could have been could have been returned to Ravnica, something like that. Maybe um, one of those. One but of yeah, those. It felt, yeah. it, felt uh, it felt very nostalgic to watch, and then they immediately was like, "Here's the new stuff." Yeah, <laughs> but we're gonna go over it because we have a show and mm-hmm. there's new things, and let's talk about it. And it's really nice because if we talk about it now, we don't have to talk about it later, so we can get ahead of it a little bit. I actually <laughs> like this now. little trickling in. You know what I mean? Like this is the perfect amount of cards released. To have like a huge conversation about and uh-huh. not get overwhelmed, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. And they come up yeah, with, are... looks like the set is. Oh, they don't have a slash. They don't usually. They have like the card number, and then they have a slash out of a, a number. I guess because it's previewed, they don't have the slash here. The highest number I see is like three hundred fifty-two, mm. which could yeah, be the size. Yeah, I wonder if they haven't finished deciding to set aside or something, and they just, right. they just these ones. The but, yeah, we had so many previews for so long that was right after each other, and then it felt like there was like a little bit of a break, and while well, we were kind of taking a break too, and then now now it's back in. Back in. Uh, let's get them going. With I want to start with these two because I think they're the least exciting. Uh, however, they are the story spotlight cards, which is the moment of truth and the breach the multiverse. Mm-hmm. Moment of Truth is just kind of like one of those reskinned, like, reprints that they do. Yeah, it's literally two mana. Look at the top three. Put one in your hand, one in your graveyard, one of them. I think it's Telling Time was the card. That sounds right. They're all... It's literally... It's, it's that... Yeah, it's like... I Literally that text. It might have been a sorcery, so they upgraded it to an instant or something. Otherwise, it was the, it's the same text. It's common. Um, and this is interesting because it's actually a picture of Elspeth, who... If we remember, she just like disappeared into eternity. And then it says, on precipice of eternity, Elspeth made a choice. The fight would not end without her. So I guess she like disappeared and it was like, I'm going to go back now. <laughs> it's like, wait, <laughs> hold on. We're good, actually. Uh, <laughs> like, wait, didn't she just like disappear? It just happened. She literally got Thanos snapped. And now she's just like, I'm just going to walk through nah. this beam looking portal. And like, I'm back in it. 
I guess that's what happens when you beam off to eternity. You could just now walk through a beam of light door. Exactly. And you're, you're fine. Uh, that's what I, I do. <laughs> I, don't I don't know about this, man. <laughs> uh, the other card, Breach the Multiverse, a little more exciting. A seven mana sorcery. Each player mills ten cards. For each player, choose a creature or planeswalker card in that player's graveyard. Put those cards onto the battlefield under your control. And then they each become a Phyrexian addition to their other types. So, mass reanimation spell. It's not that great. It's not that strong. I don't think it really is even deserved of the spot. But it's it's, it's cool. Cool. It yeah, it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool card. Cool card. Mm-hmm. Seven mana is a lot, and you can do a lot seven better things for seven mana. Yeah, usually, <laughs> usually in commander. Yeah, it it is nice. You could get. I mean, you're gonna get like one good thing from your graveyard because your deck's built around it. And then you're going to get, like, another good thing from one other person, then probably, like, sure, because, I don't know, commander decks are just so high synergy now, just getting a random yeah. thing from their graveyard might not be. It's like getting a, well, yeah, and you can't get, like, a Blight Steel, because that'll shuffle back. Yeah, I don't know. This is... <laughs> yeah. I was a guy that named Blight Steel, and I was like, that is the literal worst example of it. <laughs> <laughs> Always the cards that just like, actually, no, that one does not work. Uh, all right, we'll push into uh, some of the, the realer cards now. Let's start uh, with one that is clearly part of a cycle, which is the Phyrexians. Uh, and they are just now named themselves. As, like, we started with, you know, Elish Norn, Grand Cenobite, right? Yeah. We're probably going to be getting just Elish Norn this set. And they're going to be d- designed the same way. I think that they've, while releasing this one that we've got, which is Jingataxis... They yeah, told just, us that that's how all the Phyrexians are going to be oh, in this. Okay. So I think right. they are all, are all going to be there. They're all going to be this design where it's Jinkataxis, or the name of the guy up front, it's a creature, and on back is going to be a saga. Jinkataxis yeah. is a 3 blue blue. <laughs> yeah. 5-5 five, five Phyrexian Praetor with Ward 2. Whenever you cast a non-creature spell with mana value 3 or greater, draw a card. That's really good. Then for four mana, three and a blue, exile Jinkataxis, then return it to the battlefield, transformed under its owner's control, which you then get the Great Synthesis. Step one, which will happen as soon as you transform it, draw cards equal to the number of cards in your hand. You have no maximum hand size for as long as you control the Great Synthesis. Step two, return all non-Phyrexian creatures to their owner's hands. And step three, you may cast any number of spells from your hand without paying their mana costs. Exile the Great Synthesis and return it to the battlefield as Jingataxis now. That's so, weird. yeah, I, I, the back seems really strong. However, I think it's overall pretty weak. <laughs> like, I, just overall. Yeah, I feel like you. This could be. I think this could be like a good commander, but you play this as like a nine mana card to try and to try and write. War- yeah. no, but see, here's the biggest issue with that, is that last line of text that it has. Activate only as a sorcery, and only if you have seven or more cards in hand. I just feel like that's so hard to accomplish. Now, the point of it, the card, is that its second ability is going to try and get you there, because you get to draw a card if you cast a non-creature spell with mana value of three or greater. I just feel like that's not enough of a benefit to get you to seven reliably. No, that's kind of why I said you do it. What You have seven cards in your hand, you play it from the command zone, and then 
Yeah, what are you doing that you, you somehow got to seven. nine mana and still have seven cards in hand, though? I think I think you, you play this in, like, an artifact ramp deck. <laughs> it's like, your only purpose is to, like, get to seven cards in hand in a nine mana, and that's it. I mean, like, the, the mono blue draw go kind of decks with just, like, a bunch of, like, artifact finishers. That's, it's still not easy to get seven cards in hand. I think the seven cards in hand is by far the hardest thing on this card to get. I could definitely see it being like you want to play it and you have like you need to play your soul ring or something to get to get to Jinka Texas out and you're like, but then I have six cards. Yeah, exactly that's what I mean. Like the more ramp you do, the more cards that came out of your hand and they're yeah. now on the battlefield. So I, I, I just, think I, I think if this is your plan, like normally you're not you want to play your cards, you don't want to have just a bunch of instant counter spells and draw cards in your hand, but I think if you're building around it, it wouldn't be too hard. To if, if you ever get to the backside, I think the card's gangbusters. It's, I mean, the great insane. synthesis is nuts. I just I just don't see you ever doing that. I don't yeah. know. I'm really low on this card. I think it's not great. I hope the other Phyrexians do something cool. I like that they finally printed Phyrexians that don't have the stupid, I do something and you get nothing! I, I like that. that they finally broke that mold. That, I'm excited about at least. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, we're getting a whole set more Phyrexian crap, and I didn't want all of them just to be like, ah, ah, ooh, ah. Right. <laughs> Constant, oh my god. I know. Yeah, because then you have just like 15 of these things running around. You're just like, okay, right. we're, done. we're done here. Yeah. Uh, uh, we, we could Works oh, well with the first Jenga Taxes. Sure. sure. Yeah, you could Jenga Taxes Tribal, yeah, if you wanted to yeah. go that way. It works. All the Jenga Taxes are now good. Definitely, like you said, though, works best with the first one because that draws you up to seven, which gets yeah. you there. Yeah, which gets you there. the whole point of that. But yeah, like if you can flip it, it's just like you flip I agree. it. I, I think this card is this card's only as strong as how easy it is to flip, and I unfortunately think it's very, very hard to flip. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, it's not, it's not super easy. And but like, man, it does everything you want though. It's like yeah, okay, that it bounces everything. Yeah, that, dude, the great synthesis is insane. Game. If there's any other way card in the game, and I don't think it works this way, that allows you to like flip Jenga Taxis to get you to the Great Synthesis without having to activate its ability. Yeah. Like, does Ixadron work that way? Uh, no. I think it doesn't flip. I, yeah, I thought I Ixadron's ruling is that it like automatically flips morphs. every card straight over. Yeah, but I think if... Hmm... This is really delving deep in my. I know my you'd have to look knowledge. up. You'd have to look up the Ixadron. Yeah, I think text. if a card does that's in blue. That's mono blue. So it's yeah, it's it's a good it's a good uh, uh, callback thing. <laughs> it's blue, good blue uh, like pseudo board wipe before the age. Yeah, of, it's really it's, yeah exactly. Uh, it's like, it's like a card you want to play in Commander anyway. So if like yeah. it if it also somehow works with Jenga Taxes, that'd be nuts. I because also then Jenga Taxes will bounce it back to your hand and everything like. It would be crazy if it works the way that I want it to, where yeah, play, it, play Jenkins Axis, play Ixadron, flip it, and and then just, just go ham. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't think it works that way. All right, well, that'd be the only thing I'd be excited about. So I'm off, I'm off, I'm back off this card. Back, back off. off. The card. <laughs> I'm back off. Now I'll tell you one that I hate the most. I think out of these reveals, mm-hmm. it's going to be Drana and Linvala. You don't want to talk about Heliod. Oh, we're going to talk about Helios. We're okay. going to talk about all of that. I think Helios is my favorite, so I want to save that one for last. You want to save the last one, got it. Um, but Drana and Limvala, 
speaking of like the Phyrexians, like having the text where people don't get to do stuff, Drada and Lavala is a one white, white, black for a 3-4 vampire angel flying vigilance. Uh, this is the first time we see, and this is going to be the theme with most of the rest of them. They're just they just smash two cards together on a it's card. It's kind of like, hey, we we want to do partners, but we didn't want to do partners. Yeah, and it's, I like that better, but yeah, it, it's a little awkward. It's all for it the just hype. it just feels weird. Like I'm looking yeah. at like Drawn and Lavala. Like okay, I get that, and it's not with it's not completely without precedent that it's just like two names. Like of the same, yeah, cards. and they just and luckily with this yeah, one, it's pretty that easy is, uh, that they you know just smash vampire and angel together. It gets yeah. a little more complicated when there's a couple extra <laughs> words yeah, to yeah, use. A, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this one was pretty simple: vampire angel. Oh, that totally can happen. Why not? Mm-hmm. Vampire yeah. angel, it's cool. Uh, even though it isn't a vampire angel, it's a vampire and an angel. <laughs> right? Yeah, it, like it, this is what <laughs> definitely one of those like that. Yeah, it's just like okay, I get, I get it, I get it. But the lore part of my brain is... is <laughs> yeah. Now, why do I hate this card so much? Uh, it's mostly because of this... Uh, it's Flying Vigilance 3-4. It's fine. It's mostly because of this static text. Activated abilities of creatures your opponent's control can't be activated. Lin- uh, Drana and Linvala have all activated abilities of all creatures your opponent's control. You may spend mana as though it mana of any color to activate those abilities. That part's fine. It's that... It literally just shuts down people's commander's decks, and that feels so bad. Yeah, I I, I, I totally get that, but... Um, like, I, I guess think, in the I same way bad. that Elish Norn did, I guess, with the no no one get, else gets Enter the Battlefield get abilities the anymore. Battlefield. I think that was way worse, because it just hits, like... But this one to me feels worse, though, because it targets specific decks that it has no reason to target. For instance, my favorite deck of all time that I play is the Fane the Broker deck. Right, yeah. Now what do I I do? What the hell, dude? Are you serious? I'm not allowed to play my deck anymore just because you're playing this guy? I just hate that. I, I... I never liked, for instance, I my favorite ban ever was the Iona ban, right? Right. It just it's a spell well, that says you can't play your monocolored deck anymore, sir. And I'm like, why? Well, that why that was that was just completely bonkers because it was just like you can't, you literally do nothing. Yeah, like, you, you literally can't cast can't anything. This I, I kind of logged this under kind of like if you're playing Graveyard deck and someone plays Rest in Peace, like don't lose to one card. Like you have you have yeah. The problem with that do. though, Eric, is that this is a commander now. That's a big deal. That's a big difference. You're telling me I have to kill this thing all game long? Uh, that's Just so true. I can play Fane? <laughs> that's like, that's too much. That's too much to ask. Uh, I, I, yeah, I totally get that. I just don't like its specific interaction. You know what I mean? Like, if you played a card that says, if you played a Cursed Totem, I'd be like, damn, I gotta figure out a way to get rid of that Cursed Totem. But if I you think... play this as your commander, I'm like, are you serious? <laughs> like, I'm, not, I'm just not, if I see them play that, I'm gonna say, hold on a second, I'm not gonna play Fane now. <laughs> like literally, I'm just I'm not gonna play Fane into this thing. I'm sorry. Don't, don't don't you feel the same way though about commanders that like have like like uh like Bray is it a, a kind of a bad example because it just does so much. But like yeah. it's like I have a four toughness commander. I can't, like I have right to right right, and Bray just kills all four. Yeah yeah, that yeah, feels it, bad. This is a little different though. So Bray has to spread the love in that one a bit 
this is passive. This this guy doesn't have to do anything to shut you down. He just, just play your commander and it shuts. Yeah, me down. yeah, but like Brea effectively does that because it's. Oh, I mean, like, Brea's yeah, Brea's not, just, yeah. I don't like playing against Brea's ever. But <laughs> but it's, you know, it's a similar thing of like any commander that can like either kill something or like bounce something. It's just like. Uh, like I also the, think that uh, that becomes more of a big deal. We end up playing a lot of one v one commander, which is the worst format just in the history of Magic. Unfortunately, yeah, we we uh, <laughs> we played two exactly two games. Yeah. One of us won just convincingly. Just, both just times, like, and we're like, just like, that fun. Like nothing happened except one guy played a million things. The other guy did nothing. We nothing. were like, that was okay. pretty See, bad. You, you missed the date afterwards when um uh we played like one like three hour game and it was Whoa! it was uh me miles and ryan we convinced ryan to play ah okay yeah at three once you get to three players you're fine right. it like That's it right. takes that extra play but yeah, yeah i don't know this one, I'm so just, yeah I'm i think it yeah I, it, it is annoying what you said about like if you just show up and you're just like i only brought this yeah. deck but also, deck it could just do that. nothing. Like, it could just be, like, people just are playing decks that have, like, almost no activated abilities, and you're just like... And I would make it a point to do that if I saw someone play this. Again, I, w- I would not play Fane into this guy. It would not be fun for me. I would not get an yeah. enjoyable experience by not being able to use my commander in the deck that I designed around my commander. Yeah. So, Although, I don't like, love it, but... Yeah. That's, uh... Yeah, I definitely, I definitely see that, but... Just for everyone out there, be careful about metagaming too hard against other people's things. It's like, just, this is just yeah, an instance wanna... of like I just wouldn't play a deck into that if if I because I wouldn't have any fun. I have plenty of other decks that that don't rely on a commander tapping that I would just play another one. Right, <laughs> but like yeah, this but it, it does also kind of feel bad if like I only brought Drana. And then it's just like I mean, you don't need oh, my I'm, commander's I'm, tap ability, man. Like, whatever. Who cares? No, no, no. But but it, it does do bad. Like I have, like I'm playing this, and you're like, okay, well, I'm gonna play my deck that has zero activated ability cards now. Ha! Now your commander does nothing. <laughs> I'm just like, well, okay, well, commander, I guess I, mean, I guess I'll change my deck, and then it's kind of like the <laughs> well, yeah. I sides, mean, yeah. I, there's got to be a, re- a there's got to be a reason you're playing Drana and Linvala. Then I'm metagaming against a dude. Okay, like. That's why I'm. This is why I don't like this commander. You, there shouldn't be a, a purpose to like. Oh, you're playing Fane, then wham! It's like that's the only time I play Drana. It's like no, 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 right. no, no. Well, yeah, obviously, you obviously, no, no. You're playing Drana and Laval because you have a reason to, not like it's shutting down this one mm. fucking deck. Well, and I, that's why I don't think like no one's gonna play this as a commander, like which I'm cool with. <laughs> I'm like that's what I want. If I'm playing, it's just like even if nobody's like doing the whole like like you know like switching from lefty to righty in the batter's box on you, um, <laughs> like even if like you could just your commander could just do nothing. <laughs> That's bad. <Yeah. laughs> uh, we'll go on to the the other one that I don't think deserves a place as a commander. However, it's awesome. This is Yargle and you Multan. shut your mouth. Okay, <laughs> you're playing this as a commander. Good, I love it. Uh, oh, this one does have the best text box of all of them, though. Yeah. <laughs> it is three black, black, green for a frog spirit elemental, because there's frog spirit from Yargle and elemental from Multani. So pretty easy to slam together. Mm-hmm. And it's double Yargle. It's 18-6 is its stats. We're good. That's <laughs> all I need. That's all Not I need, only, folks. 
Not only I, that, Eric, this is the first vanilla creature printed into standard in two years. And it's a rare. And it's a rare. <laughs> they haven't had vanilla creature in two years until this guy. And it needed. Now we know. Now we know now, we need an eighteen. Would you six. like? Would you like to play Yargle or Mitanni? We got to read the yes. flavor text. Which one? Are you I. I, uh, I think. Um, I think. I think my voice better suits Yargle. All right. All right. You can go for Yargle. All right. All right. I've heard much about you from my daughter, Moltari rumbled. There was a time when I'd balk at your aid, Phantom, but she has shown me the merit in Urborg's strange ways. <laughs> Replied Yargo. <laughs> I mean, yeah, the biggest flavor win, I think, so far of everything revealed, this thing rules. It's, it's double Yargo. It's double Yargo. It's an 18 6. An 18 Like, I can't wait to play this in Limited and just slam that, it down and just be like, what's up biggest now? biggest power on, like, a, a natural on a card? creature yes. that yes. isn't, like, a Star Star or, like, a Larrett Mate or... A hundred percent. Yes, it is. I mean, also, let it, there could be some nonsense. You only need to increase this thing's power by three to hit somebody with commander damage. If I search right now... Yeah, the biggest before this was Impervious Great Worm at sixteen sixteen, or uh, the BFM, which was a ninety nine ninety nine in uh, <laughs> unglued. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, Infinity Elemental in an mm -hmm. set. Was a Infinity, Infinity. Infinity. Well, that's technically not even a number. So yeah, yeah, sure. So sixteen sixteen Impervious Great Worm was the Yargle, before it. Like, what are you doing? Skipping leg day. <laughs> He always tiny. skips leg day, dude. He's all he's tiny, all upper body. Tiny ass. He's no all glass. upper body. That's Just why he's an eighteen six, Eric. He's I know. all See, upper body. This is the problem with um. See, you need to if you're gonna do this, you need to live in colder climates. So you can get away with wearing baggy jeans. Ooh, true. So you can just be like no legs and just hope it's Take dark. Take note, Yargle. Take note. Mm -hmm. Also, we should mention so Drano Limvala, That was uh, Zendikar. Yargle Multani is Dominaria. So we'll move on then to Innistrad. All right, yeah. There's a multiverse theme here. We probably like, yeah, 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 yeah. So, the, the, so the reason we're getting these team ups, uh, it's not like they're teaming up across multiverses necessarily, uh, but it's happening within their realms. So it, it's a team up within the realm itself. Mm -hmm. So the Innistrad team up, or sorry, excuse me. We'll get to the Innistrad we'll one later. Well, but we're gonna do Ixalans first, which is Galta and Mavrin. So it's a dinosaur vampire. Three mana. Uh, well, sorry, three mana. It's three. <laughs> green, green, white, white. Seven mana. For a 12-12 trampler. So literally just Galta's stats. Just that yeah. was Galta. Uh, and whenever you attack, choose one. Create a tapped and attacking XX green dinosaur token with trample, where X is the greatest power among other attacking creatures. Or... Create X11 white vampire creature tokens with lifelink, where X is the number of other attacking creatures. In general, I mean, this this isn't going to be a good commander at all. No. Attacking commanders are generally not good. Seven mana, generally not good. Well, this says you <laughs> attack, so it Galta doesn't have to attack. That's fair. That is a good point. That's a good point. You could just slam. It's still a seven mana commander, though. I mean, it's not. Yeah, it's still a seven mana, so it's bad. But it does kind of operate like a token doubler. In token mm. decks. 
Because you can just attack with five one ones, and you get five more. And you get five more one ones that are attacking. That is mm-hmm. probably the better version, right? It, it's a little easier. It's weird the text then because it's whenever you attack, but it says greatest power among other attacking. So it doesn't like you can't get a twelve twelve from Galta attacking. But you yeah, get a twelve twelve. Another twelve twelve. <laughs> Weirdly, yeah. It, if you attack with Galta, you get a twelve twelve. Because Not, the no, other other attacking creatures. Yeah. Okay. So I wasn't sure if the dinosaur. It's, that's why I other. said it's really weird. It's weird that it says whenever you attack, so it means Galta doesn't have to be attacking. However, that the dinosaur one states that it has to be the power among other attacking creatures. Which, yeah. if you do attack with another I, creature, it counts I, itself. <laughs> I know. Yeah. That's why I was. It's kind weird. Of, it's really it's weird. It's a really weird. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's really weird. Just play it on Arena and let us know how it works. <laughs> yeah, for real. Literally, yeah, because Arena won't let you target Galta or whatever. Well, actually, it, it won't it'll even just, target. It's just going to summon it. You choose the option, and it's going to summon it, yeah. The more exciting thing of this one is is talking about it and constructed with the Soren Imperius whatever. Mm-hmm. We've got the yeah. three mana walker can put a vampire in play. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be a good deck at all. But <laughs> people are going to try it. <laughs> people are going to yeah, do it. Yeah, it'll be... Uh, It'll be interesting. Uh, this is one of the more most interesting ones, Eric. I mean, and you turn three, it's pretty one. good. Turn three, twelve, uh, pretty good. Your original bay, Eric, finally got his fifth color. Hell yeah! Your original bay got a fifth OG, color. Oh gee, the glow up is complete, <laughs> my friends. We are, of course, referring to Omnath, the locust of all. So now we are on. Zendikar. The art on this card is insane. It is so fucking cool. I have to agree with you. The art is unbelievably cool. Yeah. Uh, this is a white, blue, Phyrexian black, gr- uh, red, green, for a 4-4. If you would lose... And uh, this ability is so interesting. So the first abil- uh, static harkens back to the original Omnath. Mm-hmm. If you would lose unspent mana, that mana becomes black instead. So which is the... Green on yeah, that, green. obviously floated green mana, but mm-hmm. uh, or any color, it, color, yeah, it's, you know, it's, or would turn the color. No, 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 it, no, you would. Um, yeah, that that was the uh, the um, that was a god, the Semic god. No, it the original Omnath just said you don't lose green mana. Okay, okay, but it could no, only it, hold over green mana. It, it could hold, hold over colorless. Yeah, it was only it green. Over, oh, just green. fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, and at the beginning of your pre-combat main phase, look at the top card of your library. You may reveal that card if it has three or more colored mana symbols in its mana cost. If you do, add three mana in any combination of its colors and put it into your hand. If you don't reveal it, put it into your hand. So you are going to draw a card every turn as a baseline. And all mana becomes black mana and holds forever. So I think that don't get taken aback by how confusing that statement is. And just like at base level, it says I'm a four, four, you don't lose any mana and you draw a card every turn. That's really strong. Yeah. And you just ramp three. Yes. If it's a three colored card, if it's a two colored card, you get nothing. If it's a one colored card, you get nothing. If it's a zero colored card, you get nothing. No, no, we should say colored mana symbols. So if it's black, 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 you get three mana. Yes, if it, but it has to have yeah, three, it has to have three black pips. pips. Yeah, it's all about pips here. It's all yeah, about pips. 
this is a it doesn't need yeah it is weird that like it sounds like you would need like a charm you know like a yeah yeah charm like it sounds different colors um, you don't you just need three pips the five colored niv it kind of sounds like it should be that yeah 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 it's not but it's not it's just three pips in its cost so you want to play a very pip heavy deck if you're playing the omnath it's gonna be very powerful and very complicated yeah, I, I mean, I already <laughs> but I have, like it. I think it's I really have good. Two five color decks, and, I, and but I'm required to build an Omnath tribal deck. <laughs> Honestly, I think this card is going to be really underrated. I, I feel like people are looking at this, and it's going to be like too far beyond them. They're going to be confused, and yeah. it's just going to be really strong. What people are going to do is going to be like, it's worse than the four color one, which it is. And <laughs> yeah, be well, like, that and card's busted. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's I just mean, like, no, the card one of them is broken beyond belief and should be banned, and the other one's this card, which is cool. <laughs> and like, it's really a, a four color. By the way, does it, it? I don't know if this is just the art, but man, it really bothers me that the Phyrexian black mana symbol is larger than the other color ones. Uh, yeah, that is true. It does, because of its, like, orb going yeah. over it. Like, you look at the, like, a swamp. Is that little... how it works in, like, the last set? You know, like, because they had Phyrexian so. mana symbols next I, to it. Yeah, I, I do agree with it. you. Looking at this art, it does look noticeable that the Phyrexian black is larger. We'll have to, have to, have to I wonder if you get the look. physical card and it's not, you know what I mean? Like, this yeah. is the preview. Maybe. Yeah, I wonder if they made it five and they were just like, "Oh, wait, we should make the black mana Phyrexian or something." Yeah, because it's something that's like that. and also I love the flavor of the black mana is Phyrexian and it's Phyrexian. completed. Yeah. so this is yeah, how you complete I, the cycle. Another of, another thing that is like kind of it, it, we've never had a card that has this many mana symbols and a and a Phyrexian one tucked in out of nowhere, and so it's really hard to notice that this is a four mana commander. It's not right. a five mana commander, even though. You play it in a five all five colored deck. This is a four mana commander. You get yeah, to play yeah. it for four mana. That's a big yeah. difference. The also the, the kind of a weird thing is if you're like with this deck, you want to have mostly black, and black mostly is like black, the only color yeah. you don't need <laughs> when casting it. And most on that. I that's what I love most about this. I think it's, this card is gonna be so cool to build. I think there's yeah. just so many ways to build it. I, I really like this one. I think this is one of the you, best designed cards that they've done in a while. You have a mono black commander stack now i think i need to make a five color commander <laughs> yeah, basically commander have stack. have the, have the I, everyone that's not up. me has a five color everything i'm like the only like commander player that just like yes no I'm gonna, I'm <laughs> i don't go beyond two colors <laughs> i never <laughs> and one of them it's, <laughs> if they don't black in it then, they're, yeah, just then they're out they're out they're done i'm done with them uh let's well, let's go done. on uh, this one is probably the most hyped of all of them, Eric. And uh, again, one of your bays, because this is a card that you played in Modern. Mm-hmm. This is from Innistrad. Thalia is riding a big old toad. Yeah, Thalia and you're, and the you're like, oh, Eric, you must have built a de- like Death and Taxes with Thalia. No, I had the be- worst of the those cards. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. Get rock <laughs> monster. I, I, I don't like to play good decks. Okay, me neither. <laughs> me neither. I am. I'm right there with you. <laughs> mm-hmm. I play mono black and I fail doing it. <laughs> uh, so Thalia and the Get Rock Monster is one white, black, green. This card, I gotta say, is so unbelievably pushed. <laughs> it's, it's unreal to me. It is a human frog horror four four. With first strike and death touch, are those keywords good together? 
Those are pretty good. Those are pretty good. I've what if you put both of them on one card? Are they okay? Is yep. a, I did the okay. math. It's They're good. pretty good? They're pretty good it's together? Pretty good. So what if I block with four creatures, Eric? What can you What can you do? Why would you do that? <laughs> First, let me ask you, why would you do that? Why would Second, you? I would kill all four and my guy still wouldn't die. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. yep. Unreal. Uh, you may play an additional land on each of your turns. Is that good in Commander? That's pretty good. I don't know. Is that good in Commander? Damn, all right. Creatures and non-basic lands your opponents control enter tapped. Is that good in Commander, Eric? Is That's that also is that, good? good? This I love how they're yeah, just like yeah. literally. They took Get Rock Monsters text. They took Thalia's text and just put them together, and they made it like cheaper. Like all the other cards, they're like, oh well, make it more expensive than the other one. It's like yeah. nope, we're just and it's four mana. And then the very last line: whenever Thalia and the Get Rock Monster attacks. Sacrifice a creature or a land, then draw a card. I why didn't they put a downside on this card? Because like Gitrog by himself has a downside, right? Like he has to sack a land every turn. Yeah. To make they, up for the fact that he's drawing so much and playing extra lands. This card, they were like, no no no, you just get everything good. It's all good. Yeah, you can he, attack if you want, draw a card if you want. It's all gonna be good for you, man. They the only downside I see is they tainted my beautiful Gitrog monster. <laughs> With a I'm making him much stronger. Yeah. I'm making him Ugh. so much better, it's unbelievable. It's disgusting. <laughs> I I don't know how I feel about this card. I think I hate it because it's just way it's so pushed. It's so pushed. Okay, I'm gonna I this might be me eating my words. This this feels to me like a card that should be really strong and then doesn't see like any standard play at all. <laughs> I, I don't know, know why. I think it will definitely feel C standard play. There's no way it can't. There's no way it can't. It's so good. All of that, all of that text is relevant. Every single word on that card is relevant to standard. It, yeah. It's going to see tons of standard play. It does. I guess the the reason why I'm saying this is it like it doesn't do anything when it enters the battlefield. Doesn't have any protection. It costs. Yeah, it doesn't matter in standard. Yeah. It won't see modern play. Fine, but. I think yeah. it'll see a lot of standard hey, play. It'll see I, some pioneer play and Jesse Jackson Brett. Really want to go. Nothing would make me happier than seeing Thalia and the Get Rock Monster <laughs> run through standard. But how do you feel about it in Commander? Because I think I'd be annoyed to play against this thing. It's so I, hard to deal with. I think it's pretty cool. Like it, it, it doesn't do anything super oppressive, like you were saying with Dron and Lombala. That's like, fair. Like, it's about a few tap. It's fun. It's uh, hey, you know what? That's probably that's that's, that's fair. Fine. That's fair. Maybe I'm not um, too upset about it. Yeah, it, I think the, the creatures are non-basic lands. Like, having that text is kind of annoying. That's yeah, going to get but, really yeah, obnoxious. And then, yeah, and there's some decks you're just like, okay, I'm monocolored deck, so it's like, yeah. oh well. The, like, and as, of, as soon as you give this thing vigilance, it's like the most annoying thing ever. Yeah. <laughs> like, dude's going to be attacking every turn. Yeah. You can't do anything about it. And, yeah, I don't know. I don't love it, but eh, whatever, whatever, whatever. Yeah, I, I think I yeah the uh, this this will kind of just be in like a weird Abzan good stuff deck. I think so. That's like that word is like my good stuff decks. I, I, that is that is the enemy to me. I hate which is the reason I don't play five colors. Right, every five color deck to me is just like what's the best things you could play because that that's that's what happens. That's on you, man. You <laughs> yeah, well, I know, I know. This is that's five, what five very, color decks are very, very distinct. This is very, yeah, oh, absolutely, absolutely. Mm -hmm. But but yeah, it'd be, it'd be just like, 
You know, like most people play the most. Yeah, most people are just like I played the new Atraxa, and that's all. Yeah, exactly. Like, and I'm just like, great man, uh, and you drove it. Yeah, play the good stuff. Awesome, cool. Um, all but yeah, are. yeah, it's, it's, it, none of it other than like sacrificing land. Like it's not super synergistic, so that's why I don't think yeah. it's like super great. Um, but man, if you want to, I think, man, those colors and all those creature good types, they got to be something. Good if card. you want like a frog tribal deck, you just needed some extra colors you in there. Needed all you in the get rug. <laughs> yeah, play play mono spore frog. Yeah. All right. We'll finally get to my favorite on this list, the one that I like. Am debating building because I think this card is so fucking cool. Eric, they completed a god. <laughs> yeah. Usually, godhood. That's it. Their fractions are like, hold on. Let's, uh, let's, hold on, what we could do, hold on, we could do better. This is, uh, Traveling to Theros, uh, we have Heliod, the Radiant Dawn, two white-white for a legendary enchantment creature god, something we're very familiar to looking at, a 4-4. When Heliod, the Radiant Dawn, enters the battlefield, return target enchantment card that isn't a god, (laughs) I love that text on there, like, really? (laughs) Okay, from your graveyard to your hand, cool, just some little text there. And then three and a Phyrexian blue. Which makes this a Azorius commander. Mm-hmm. Uh, transform Heliod the Radiant Dawn. You can activate it only as a sorcery. It'll transform into Heliod the Warped Eclipse. A 4 6 Phyrexian God legendary enchantment creature. You may cast spells as though they had flash. And spells you cast cost one less to cast for each card your opponents have drawn this turn. That is so freaking cool. Yeah, man, that is so is, cool. This is this is kind of it. This feels nuts to me. Like it seems awesome. Now, this isn't indestructible. This is the first time we've seen a god, and it's not indestructible, which is a great thing. I mean, I, I don't think they, I don't think they needed to make it indestructible. So <laughs> I don't I think that would have been very, very annoying to play against. Yeah. So I appreciate that element of it. However, this card's just so cool. I think that text is so neat. That like you're automatically getting a at least one, right? Your your opponents are all gonna draw a card on their turn. And all yeah. your spells have flash now. We know how good that is in Commander. That yeah. that that text is nuts. I'm picturing like you're playing this in a like wheels artifact kind of combo deck, and someone has like a Phyrexian Ultra on there. You just go most, like boop. Wheels like windfall. Yeah, most wheels like windfall are sorcery. But this makes them instance. Yeah, and you just wait for your opponent to draw a card. Now it costs one less. If they draw another card this turn because of any, literally any of a million other effects, now it costs one mana. Boom, you just draw seven cards because they just drew two cards. And now they draw another seven or whatever. Everything costs five less, ten right. less, whatever. And now I know I say I hate hand. good stuff, but I feel like you do got to pop in a couple Eldrazi in a deck like this. Just for yeah, like those, and, you know, to flash in the. Hey, oh, you guys all drew five cards. My cards cost fifteen less. Emrakul. <laughs> well, yeah, you might as well. <laughs> it's like how Emrakul might be banned, but yeah, the thir- the new Emrakul. Ooh, the, true, true that, true that. Emrakul's probably banned. Uh, Ulamog. Ulamog's like a good one. Yeah, just exile two permanents. <laughs> yeah, or even or even like you said, the new the newer Emrakul, the thirteen mana one is, is yeah. perfect. It's perfect. That card's sweet. Anyway, you like steal yeah. a guy's turn, but then give it back to him afterwards. Then give it back that to card's him. Great. And then, yeah, it's yeah. it's this could be. So yeah, great. I think this card's super sweet. It's a Azorius it, deck, but and it's totally the, different uh, Azorius deck. 
And unlike the Jenga Taxis, you get something on the front side, which like happens immediately. Yeah, yeah. Which is it's super like, dude. The amount of things you get to play around with with a deck like this, like you're gonna want enchantments in your deck that somehow end up in the graveyard because Cecilia comes in, you're gonna get them back. So you're gonna want that to play with. You're well, gonna want, just, there's a lot of cool stuff to play. You, around. you, yeah. You don't even need to really work for this because if your deck has wheels in it, you play Windfall. You discard the enchantment. Yeah, draw yeah, into so more stand up in your Play this, well, then you. Just want to say though, you're going to want more enchantments in your deck than than not, right. like than an average deck. Oh yeah, yeah, but you you'll have stuff in there like um uh like the ones like um Howling Mine is is an artifact obviously, but their enchantments will do the same thing. Uh, oh, true, they draw that draws. make people draw. Yeah, yeah, so mm-hmm. that you can get those. Yep, absolutely. Just like, okay, everything costs three less for me. So, and super, everything super is flash. Cool card. Uh, now, all right, we'll go to the last two real quick. I think. The more relevant one for Commander is the Fairy Mastermind. This card's pretty sick. Uh, yeah. One in a blue, 2-1 Fairy Rogue. This is a the World Championship card from mm-hmm. Yuta Takahashi, who won. Uh, and he built a fa- Fairy Rogue 2-1 with Flash and Flying. Whenever an opponent draws their second card each turn, you draw a card. Super cool. And he also has three in a blue. T- each player draws a card. Something you'd probably want in that Heliod deck. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's pretty good in Heliod deck. Uh, Yeah, yeah, this card's really cool. I want this for uh, my fairy blue deck as well. And it'll be good in um, older formats too. Yeah, so this is a sweet card. And then lastly, Chandra Hope's Beacon. Not relevant really for Commander, but it's pretty cool. Four red red. Legendary Planeswalker Chandra. Five loyalty. Whenever It has a static. Back to the War of the Spark days. Whenever you cast an instant or sorcery spell, copy it. You choose new targets for the copy. It triggers only once each turn. And then two... That, that's probably good. That that's has that's that real. Yeah. And then plus Thank two, much. add two mana in any combination of colors, so it can ramp you. And then plus one, exile top five cards of your library. Until the end of your next turn, you may cast an instant or sorcery from among them. And then a minus X, it deals X damage each of up to two targets. I mean, it's a really good Planeswalker. It's really good. It's really good. <laughs> it's a really, it's a really it, good Planeswalker. It kind of helps you at every point. Because the whole, it's everything is centered around its static ability, but it's like, hey, do you, you play this yeah. thing? Do you hey, need the do mana? You need one Cards? Extra mana? What do you need? Do you yeah, need to exactly. remove a couple things? <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. then it's just like, okay, kill the two threats, and then hopefully it'll stick around for longer. Yeah, it's... Uh, Interested to see if this gets, I, I think it'll definitely maybe pop into standard. I don't know if it even will get standard, I don't know. It's a cool card, though. Six, six mana is kind of rough. It's rough. It's rough, yeah. It's rough. It does give you two back, though, right away, right? I mean, yeah. like, and then it's a you play this and, like, loyalty. yeah, you play the you lightning strike, right? It. And you get two lightning yeah. strikes out of it. Yes, that's that's And and, a se- and now a seven loyalty planes. You know, actually, I, there, there's there been some, like, standard, like, big red decks poking around right. with, the, with, right. the, with the red Dominus that doubles non-combat ah, damage. You so you could just play this minus five and just do 10 damage to their face and a creature ah because it is non-combat damage yeah. yeah yeah or like man seven loyalty is a lot of loyalty. seven loyalty is a lot that's what i mean oh, especially yeah. if if that two mana went to casting a kill spell or, and just like you know, you know like, lightning strike yeah. with the dominus out you do 12 damage and <laughs> you have yeah, a seven loyalty planeswalker out there pretty good just saying just saying that's pretty good all right that's it for our preview Thank you for joining us there, and we'll see you in the next segment. Party! Ah!